Evil Squid Comics Podcast 2.0, episode 36. Don is really engaged. 36. 36. He's, he's over there playing on his phone. I'm, he's doing real work over there. I'm really? He isn't even working sure on his phone. He's, he's a laborer. He's a laborer. I'm trying to figure out what an elf interactive film screen is. Is that like a it's rocky like, horror? Yeah, but yeah, with elf. You sing and dance and... Mm-hmm. Throw crap at the screen. Maybe you throw know. midgets around. Uh, this, <laughs> we can only hope. Is this a new thing? Everybody gets a midget. To Have fling. you ever heard of it? Midget fling. Uh, no, not necessarily, but they do it for different movies here and there. I think they had one for Mean Girls. That wouldn't be surprising. What do you, what it's kind of got a cult classic. Any of those ones that have cult I don't albums. know. They come up with stuff, dude. Uh, they go fetch stuff. Anyway, I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we get together film. every couple of weeks, and we talk mostly about comic books. Don apparently talks about elf interactive movies with no context, but hey, you know. It showed up on my Facebook feed. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. So, anyway, we got any, uh, whatchamacallit, news? Other not news to talk about? I'm sure something happened in the last two weeks. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants creator died. Passed away. Yes. Yeah, and people were like, "Oh, SpongeBob! He was such an influential creation." I'm like, "Really, dude? It's like SpongeBob. I mean, I'm sorry the guy died, but it's not like it's not like it's this huge cultural icon." Perhaps. Sure, he is. He's been around for is a he? long ass time. How old was the creator? I never. He's not very old, like fifty something. Really? They had SpongeBob night at the Thunder game. Yeah, people freaked out. I don't know. I didn't go. Oh, okay. I mean, I realize SpongeBob is fairly popular, but I, I mean, I didn't really want to get into the whole SpongeBob discussion. I just you asked if we had any other any news. Yeah. I mean, I like the show. I've never actually watched an episode. Of You've SpongeBob. never watched an episode. I've seen of bits SpongeBob. and pieces. I've never sat down and watched like a whole one. I've read a SpongeBob comic book, but never a huh. show. That's weird. My kids never watched Spongebob. It's like they were always like either too young or too old when it was big or something. Some of my kids watched it. Hell, we even had a video game, I think, where we like had like Spongebob Racers or something on some game. Nice. Spongebob Racers. Yeah. Ben went to it. He said, they asked like four questions. I knew them all. Oh, the Spongebob Thunder Knight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you kind of, we were talking about something else. He was kind of went back. Into the sea. Yeah. Did you just well, read like, X-Men this week? I did. Well, it I, does look that way. The idea of a, a podcast is kind of read a couple of Venoms because they, cause they tied, tied in. in. Interesting. Oh, wow. I wanted to get caught up on my X-Men. Yeah, that's good. I you probably almost, still read more than I did. It looks I almost like, did. Because I did not actually read this whole book of stuff either. I read yeah. one of the well, three. Oh, only one of the three? Yeah. I'm so disappointed. I know. It's, you would have thought. I but I mean, I, all of us weren't at home oh, yeah. recovering, from, recovering from things. I read one book of Extermination. That's X-Men as well, though. It's an event. It's not an X-Men book. All right. Well, it should be a fast podcast. Then. It should, because I really only have, like, three things to talk about. It looks like one thing. I saw... Wreck-It Ralph over the weekend. Four. Oh, Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, yes, the new one. He wrecks the internet or something like that. Ralph wrecks the internet. You yeah. saw it. You should know. Yeah, you would think, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay attention to titles. I mean, what the heck? It's is a it? Wreck-It Ralph movie. It's a Wreck-It Ralph movie. Come on. Oh, you were guessing at the title. I thought you were like, yeah, I saw the movie uh, Wreck-It Ralph. I guess he wrecks the internet. Okay. 
There you go. I thought you were guessing about what no, it was. It's called like Ralph, not it's like called what Wreck It Ralph Two, Ralph Rex Internet. Internet or something. Yes. Ah, yeah. Or it might yes, just be I called know. Ralph Rex Internet. I'm not the marketing was not very clear on it. I'm I didn't even know there was a new Rex. Well, it was yeah. not very good marketing then. Obviously not. It's pretty funny though. It's definitely got its parts. Except for you feel like it was written by a bunch of uh, dudes my age, probably Gen Xers or something. Because uh, I think some of the well, and it's probably tied in with the fact that it takes so damn long to make a animated movie, you know, anymore, you know, on some things and stuff. So, man, uh, I like the old days when Walt Disney could just pump them out. That's right. Just get eighty guys at a desk and that's crack right. the whip. Keep cracking and go for it. Did you see they're making a new Mary Poppins movie? Yes, it looks awful. I saw the trailer. Why tonight. would they do that? Uh, that doesn't need to be done. Because they need to keep making money. I don't know. Yeah. Keep the engine rolling. Anything. There's a new Lion King. Yeah, it's a, but it's live action. Someone said it's really live not live action. It's, it's still animated. <laughs> it's still animated. They're not like live visually. You know, it's not like all these animals are alive and talking. It's not like they have talking lions in it. They're animated lions. They're just animated to look realistic instead it's of right. animated realistically. I thought it was live action. Well, it is, but I mean, it's they it's all computer generated. It's all computer generated critters, though. So it's still an animation in a way. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's like semantics. Pixar almost, except so for the fact that it looks a little bit more. Star Wars like... an animated movie? No, because there's actually live actors in it. But Lion King is all animals. Like, there's no live humans in Lion King, right? Right. So there's no live actors. Hmm. And I'm sure all the backgrounds are CG. All the animals are CG. At what point does it break over to well, being actual backgrounds may not be as much but it's hard to tell you know, I'm so sure that, they are yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe if you're maybe. making everything else digital why would you bother to film on location uh, there might know. be some trailing shots or something that Could are be. not yeah that's right that's I what guess. I was thinking I mean they may I go mean, to a canyon or something yeah you know, yeah no, you're right there should be some stuff, what do you, you call know? it the the long shot distance shots pan scenes pan scenes I'm sure or not Mufasa say it again Mufasa yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, I was looking at like all the movies That's coming like the out. Best though, did we Walt order Disney movie ever? Was nah, I don't ever. know. I liked Aladdin a lot. Uh, see, my brother's the same boat as you. That he loves Aladdin. Aladdin. I'm much more the Lion King guy. Mm. It's the best bad guy, best villain ever. In I Disney like the little with villain, Scar. Man. Scar freaking kicked that. Scar succeeded for years. He ruled the roost. He was the Disney villain that won. And then they had to put that whole last half in for it to show his downfall. But he won. Jafar won. No, he didn't. He didn't get to the freaking whatever the hell that he wanted. He did. He had his ass whipped by a damn genie and some little freaking half-brain kid. He won for a little while. Everybody was just like Scar. He's saying no, no, Scar, Scar won for years. He was on, he was um, on top for years. He ruled the roost there for a long time. While Simba was growing up. That's right. Okay. Jafar like got something in his hand and then pff, lost it you know I mean hell that's nothing okay I, uh, I'm just disappointed I thought it was live action I thought it would be like the old like they the went old, around and found a bunch of lions and filmed well, them no, and they then could, yeah they could have filmed them and then and they did the put, mouth put like out, the, oh, like oh, the yeah. dog talking movies like the that stupid that would be awesome I'd be I would actually go see that like, <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> No, when, I don't believe it that's the case. I don't like, like next Christmas? year, maybe. Uh, I think it's next year. Yeah, they should have done it for Christmas. You know, Christmas. There's like out. nothing coming out this year. Vice. I don't know. Mortal Engines. I'm curious on Vice. What? 
Vice. Vice. What's Vice? Or Vice President. The, the freaking Dick Cheney uh, oh, Bush movie. Yeah, I'm not that excited. I saw that trailer. Like, I couldn't believe that that was Batman. Christian oh, Bale. Christian Bale. They just have a lot of makeup on them. Well, yeah. Prosthetics and stuff. You're uh, not going to believe Lion King. There's going to be like a lion that talks. You're going to be like, no way. This is live action. I can't believe that. Well, they do that. I watched the trailer. And then, <laughs> so they show him and Bush talking. Yeah. Like, I had no clue that that was him. Christian and then, Bale? Yeah, Christian Bale. And then they'd go through, boom, boom, boom. And they're like, Christian Bale, Sam Rockwell, Amy Adams, whoever. Steve uh, Carell. Steve Carell. And I'm like. Who's Christian Bale? was Christian Bale? <laughs> I had to like rewind it and watch it like four times. Well, when I well I was fast forwarding past it, I just saw Dick Cheney and then I saw Steve Carell. I'm like, is Steve, and that's the first name I saw. I was like, is Steve Carell, Dick Cheney, and so I had to fast go back and see who was actually playing yeah. Dick Cheney. But no, I'm not that excited about. I'd it. probably go see it. My brother probably okay. will. No, I probably won't, but I would. I see. I won't, but I would. Yeah, yeah there's just nothing really too exciting this coming up. Next month or so. I don't know. There was like, some of that stuff around the Christmas. But Mortal Engines is probably the closest thing yeah. to being excited. It could be cool. It, it could be. We'll see how Jackson. I'll sit back and see how the reviews are. He didn't direct it though. He just was produced he just it. producing it. Ooh. Yeah, he okay. let somebody else direct directed it. from one of the producers from one of his like second unit directors yeah, from Hobbit is okay. doing it, and he he mm. said that he he thought he'd do a better job if he could just kind of sit back and let. You know, someone else do the day to day, and he can. Okay, just... but they're using his name to sell the movie. They right? are. He's they all are. over it. He is all over. Yeah, it. that's yeah. why I thought that he was directing. That's it. what they want you to think. Okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Not that it makes. If he's Does there on really set matter? though, and someone it else, could be, it may not matter. Know, exactly any, right. I don't know. I mean, he was like saying how like this guy did a bunch of the directed a bunch of the sequence in The Hobbit, and it's like, well, how much of The Hobbit did he actually direct? You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. I mean, he had all these second unit guys and stuff for however that works. I mean, yeah. Could be. He's like, this is the guy who did the whole like barrel, se- bar- directed the whole barrel sequence or whatever. It's like, well, all right, he okay, can probably, he can probably do it. He then. could probably do some stuff. So yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not sure. Huh? Yeah, I seen that one, and I don't remember. There's something else I thought coming around Christmas that I don't remember what. Well, well oh, you got Car- Aquaman. Oh my god! So I see that, that looks like a bit of a train wreck, but <laughs> I know that my wife wants to see that. Jason Momoa. Oh yeah. We're so sitting, we'll seeing that. We were sitting at dinner tonight, and Ben looks at me and he goes, I saw the trailer for uh, Shazam. He's like, that looks good. And I was like, did they release a new trailer? <laughs> no. And he's like, I don't know. I'm telling that. you, Shazam's good. trailer was goes, good. It was it, a good it trailer. It marketed what they wanted yeah, out of that movie. I like movie. Shazam trailer. But it's not for me. The it's not for you, but they then, marketed then, it correctly because you know like, Mike. It's got Chuck in it. And I'm like, oh, yeah? And then he goes, and then he goes, and Aquaman looks pretty good too. And I'm like, okay, now you're just like now a 16 year old kid. You're 15 yeah, now kid. you're pulling my leg. But I don't know. My dad watched, but, saw I mean, the Shazam trailer. And he's like, yeah, that looks pretty good, pretty funny. Even my kids thought the same thing. They knew what they wanted to do with that trailer. No, I, I know it looked amusing. Well. That's right. But to me, it looked amusing for all the wrong reasons. Oh uh, no, it looked like it was just gonna be a lighthearted kind yeah, of funny thing. It does. So, I don't know, we'll see. This suit's horrible. 
I saw the uh, Harry Potter one as well, Crimes of Grindelwald. I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil it. Fantastic Beast. Damn it! It's not good, is it? It's not. As a as a Are you Harry talking about Fantastic Beast. It's is there another Harry Potter movie that came out that you're aware of? It's a sequel <laughs> to. Are you talking about Fantastic Beast? No, the other Harry Potter movie. Well, well, it's not a Harry. It's not. It fan, it's a sequel to Fantastic yes, Beast. Yes, really. I know. I mean, it's it is in the same. It's but like when I drive by the Warren on the big IMAX, it, it says, says Fantastic, Fantastic Oh, does it really? Okay. Yeah. So they're trying to sell it that way, huh? Because well, it's, it's called Crimes of Well, it's Grindelwald Fantastic Beast 2, colon right. Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, so I yeah. wasn't real sure how that You don't happened. know what titles of movies are. I don't. <laughs> I have no <laughs> You're idea. Like, I some kind of round for, I don't you, know, some you, kind of crime. buy the tickets? Do you go up to the counter? <laughs> I do buy the tickets, You're like, but I just like, whatever that point that Harry Potter new movie is. Whatever that Wreck-It Ralph movie is. That's more the case, too. I want Stadium 12. That's what I want. There you go. At 1 o'clock, whatever that is. At 1 o'clock, whatever that is. I don't care. I don't care. Give me the now that I think about it, Rick and Ralph, I didn't buy the tickets for either. So. Yeah, I never saw the first Fantastic Beasts. What? Now that wasn't too bad. But right. the problem that this one has is number one, it's a got the Harry Potter name, so you're expecting something that will be at least, you know, I don't know, fun, you know, or whatever you want to say, oh, popcorn, popcorn type filler, or whatever <laughs> else. Exactly right. It's, it's, it's not, dark and it's depressing. It's, it's and the problem is, is you're that not, they've got planned out, you know, like five, five or seven or five. twenty-seven. Oh. I have no idea. A did bunch she, of them. I've heard even, anywhere from freaking three to seven movies that they got planned. I thought they said five. So, did she even write books for this? No, no but, she she's, wrote but she's writing the screenplays for them. And of course, the screenplays are all out there available to buy too. But you can't. As a, you but because of that, you know, this is like the middle portion. It's it's like trying to put pieces into place. Her first one was like all set up of her good guy characters, you know, type things. Yeah. And it kind of though had a beginning, middle, and an end, really, in that Fantastic Beast. This one doesn't really have a beginning. Uh, the middle is all convoluted, and there's no ending either. So, there's know, no beginning, Don. It really it's just, it it's starts in the middle. Blops, it's, you know, all in middle. There, so it's all middle. It's all middle. It really is. It's all middle. Sure, you didn't get a bad viewing. They have. I have no idea. Where there's some credits, that's usually the indication. You know, it just like starts off, and you're like, "What the hell? Did I miss something? I think I need to go back and." I think I must have like I, fell asleep for a second. I think I want to go see Deadpool too, the PG. Oh, that one's coming out there next just month as to, well. For only two weeks, to give them more money. Well, just to see. I just uh, want to see what they do what with they the do. with the uh, <laughs> curse words and the. the I figure it's gonna be like violence. a thirty-minute-long movie. <laughs> oh, I just think jump. it's gonna be a lot flick of and slacker or whatever the heck else you know that type of thing. Have you seen the trailer Trent for it? it? I have not. I have. Have you? Uh, yeah, I it's, did. So it's. Set up like I understand like the, the, the Princess Bride. Bride. Yeah, yeah. I know like about it. Adult yeah. Fred Savage. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of Deadpool, so I was like looking around on Facebook today, and I follow Todd McFarlane, and uh -huh. he'll do the little drawing sessions. Uh -huh. <laughs> it did. Uh, yeah, I guess he was like, "I'm gonna draw Deadpool in under two minutes today," and so he draws Deadpool, like the face. In a little bit, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm done." And then he's like, "So under two minutes." And then he's like, "Okay, this is the Marvel Deadpool." He's like, "Now, if you want the movie version of Deadpool, you have to put the scenes in for the costume." <laughs> so he draws like four little scenes down the head. Is and then he had it on the screen, and he's like, "Marvel Deadpool, movie Deadpool, Marvel Deadpool, movie Deadpool, Marvel Deadpool, movie Deadpool." <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of funny. Sounds nice. Really. 
Yeah. Not actually. Well, anyway, I don't know. Did you see the thing with the? I was trying to pull it up here on my phone or whatever, but uh, that this that gif you sent today was there. Scary. You go. <laughs> the Pikachu Deadpool. Pikachu Deadpool. Do you know why? Why? Because Detective Pikachu trailer was released. And guess who voices the freaking little critter? Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds voices <laughs> Pikachu. So everybody, somebody posted that the other day and showed the Deadpool Pikachu. I'm like, oh, so that's classic. A Pikachu movie. Yeah, yeah. Are live, you, you live gonna, action. There you go. It it's, I think action? they found a real Pikachu that could talk, just live like sounds, done. just like live Ryan Reynolds. Action. It's a live action Pikachu. <laughs> Sorry, are you going to go see that movie too, the Pikachu movie? Uh, probably, because Xander actually said he wanted to see it. There's like very few. He's like, I'd actually go to see that with you. I'm like, really? Uh, okay, what the hell? That's, the, that's hell. the one where I just drop him off with his friends and go call him. I'll be back in two hours. Yeah, uh, what the hell? He likes to spend time with it's, his son. It's movies. I'd go see whatever the hell. Whatever the hell. Whatever the hell. I, don't, I can't name him, so heck, right. just Go see They're all the same. I wanna, he's going to go in and go, I want to see the Deadpool Pikachu movie. <laughs> they will be like, what? There you what? go. You the honestly, I bet, I honestly, I bet you they go, okay, yeah, cheers. They'll take there you go. They'll they take my money and they'll send me to some theater. Yep. So that Battle Angel Alita, you know, the one that they like Keep postponed to February. Over and over again. You know, that, that's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Really? Is it really? Yeah. I know it's like produced by James Cameron or something. They yeah. post his damn name all yeah. over that thing. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. No kidding. So I almost want to see it that way. You know, the second trailer I saw for that actually made it look fairly. It probably that bad. The I first trailer would, made it. it look pretty damn bad. I maybe mean, my they had kids to, maybe were that's laughing. why I delayed it because they had to redo the special effects. Oh, my kids were laughing at that first trailer, going, "What the heck?" You know, and everything. And then the second trailer, we all kind of looked at each other and were like, "Hey, that uh, it looks maybe like it could be tolerable." As like long it. as someone in his family can figure out what it's called. I laughed at the trailer for the Holmes yeah, and Watson. Yeah, we're going to get tickets. That's right. What's that? The Holmes and Watson. I laughed at that trailer. With I Will Ferrell and um, C. Riley. C. Riley. They play Sherlock Holmes and yeah, Dr. I get Watson. I, I, all you had to say was that. I already had to. Yeah. It could, it could be pretty funny. I don't know when it's coming out. But. I don't know. To me, they're kind of hit and miss, though. Yeah. It's like Step Brothers, but there's Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Step Brothers, which oh is probably blasphemy. I love Step Brothers. But, but Talladega Nights, on the other hand, I was I a little bit. I, I don't know. I laughed quite a bit in that one. Yeah, I thought like Will Ferrell's sweet spot was like Talladega Nights, Blades of Glory. I think it was. I don't know. That was pretty good. Freaking uh, what the hell is the and one? I think there was one right before that too. No, that was good. Ron Burgundy. God. Oh yeah, yeah. Anchorman. Was the good. Anchorman, the first Anchorman, that damn thing. Yeah. So those three were like his high points, I think. After was that, hilarious. I don't know. Step Brothers is a hilarious movie. Yeah. I suppose it took. It had a I couple funny I parts. Know. I had a lot. Of Didn't hit it for me. No, I'm I'm with Scott. It was not that good. Whatever. All right, let's do some comic. Comic reviews. Come on. Comic reviews. Was it Vince Vaughn or whatever? Focus people. I don't know. What are, what are we talking about? He's trying to figure out. He's, like, he's trying to figure out the name of a movie. I had a big. I had a. I have I a busy weekend plan. I gotta get to the wife with the bed bed and beyond. Oh, um, what the? the All right, Harrow County. The sorority, uh, the I know school. what. The, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is the name of that movie? Because right. I don't know. Blue. I don't remember name of movies at all. I love you, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. 
I picked this don't, up. Don't ruin this. You haven't read it? No, I've got the... I bought the library edition that has the first two or three trades coming. Okay. Oh, wow. Trying to burn, huh? Yeah. Did you get this at uh, Comic-Con? I got it at Air Capital Comic-Con. I, I bought it right from... Well, I think he signed it. I don't know. Yeah, oh, right look, he did. There you go. Wow. I always buy stuff, and they're like, do you want me to sign it? I'm like, sure, if you want. I don't care. Did you read... Is that the... I read everything yeah. in the pop. Yeah. Oh, uh, you read it? Yeah. I didn't get to it. You read everything in that stack? Holy That's what the crap. Stack is, is what I we read. have to turn and go look at that stack. I mean, Jesus. I was laid up. I've you were, read uh, that in Grand Design. Oh, you bought the hard cut or the trade of Grand Design? Really? You had to do the sucker. Yes. Okay. What did you say? Really? Sucker. What? It's like tilted now. It, it's perfect. Perfect shot of the comic. I, I want to see the Evil Squid comics. I know. Like. That's what I wondered if you were trying to get that in there. I like trying to get that in there. Okay. Harrow County. I know. I knew nothing about this book going in. I don't either. It's a horror. I knew it was horror. I knew nothing. Um, do you it know was, anything now? Is yeah, it a rare thing, both it's wonderfully charming and genuinely so it's, disturbing? It's a witch story. Like right. it's okay. I didn't even know that, but now I do. But uh, yeah, it starts out with like there's like this witch in this Harrow County, and like it's kind of like a Freddy Krueger thing. And this right. is just an intro, so I'm not spoiling right. anything. But this town gets together and they kill this witch. You should turn to the last page. Yeah, exactly. They kill this witch, <laughs> and then we yeah, go forward probably like I don't know, thirty, forty years maybe in the future, and maybe it's not that far in the future. They don't really say, but you know the town's still going along, and it's about this farmer, and he's got a daughter, and. I don't know what happened to his wife. I guess she's gone, but, you know, it's just kind of their day-to-day -day life. Well, then there's a twist, and we won't spoil the twist because Don, you know, doesn't want it spoiled. But, no, it's really Did you well... see the twist coming? Uh, yeah, they kind of give you a... They kind of lead up to it. Like, it's not... It's pretty obvious. Kind pretty of early on. It, huh? It's pretty yeah. obvious. So, well, the daughter is somehow connected to the witch. Like, maybe the witch is somehow reincarnated in her, or the which has come back and so the town knows that this could happen and so they're they like have they're like watching to see if the witch tries to come back as something else so like if there's a kid or someone they watch him to see if there's any weird kind of like harry potter are weird things happening around the kid you know mm -hmm. they might have magic powers they're probably the witch we're gonna have to kill him so the town kind of turns on the girl and she has to like go on the run type of thing hmm. but a tyler crook is the artist and he watercolors this whole thing. That's watercolor. I can't even believe it's watercolor. It looks like digital to me. Wow. But with a really cool, like, watercolor, watercolor look. No, it's actual watercolor. But no, the art is phenomenal. Is it the same team as Six Gun? No, no. Brian Hurt does Six Gun. This is Tyler Crook. Um, well, I, I don't know artists very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Often, so. But no, it's, uh, the art is phenomenal. Like, there's some scenes that are, like, outdoors. It's real life watercolor. It's actually watercolor. Yeah, he actually sells his original art that's watercolored. Wow. But, like, look at, like, this scene of, like, Holy the woods. Cow. I mean, it's just amazing. That stuff. is really nice. And so it's just visually the book is really awesome. And the acting of the faces and stuff is, like, really well done. It's paced perfectly. Uh, the story is really intriguing. The character is good. Everything about this book was really good. I was very impressed with Harrow County. I'm going to get the library edition now because now I'm super excited. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. It's good stuff. Because I think it's like 30 issues, right? I think it's like 30 issues or something. Oh, wow. I don't know. So this is just a... This is just a first trade. It's probably you know? like six trades. I, I but would... it is interesting. Like, you know how the... You remember the first six-gun trade? It almost felt like it could have ended there. 
You know what I mean? But yet it was open to do more. Yeah. This one kind of does that too. It kind of comes to a weird kind of... It's not like it leaves you on kind of like a major cliffhanger in the middle of the story. It kind of finishes up a little bit, but then there's more to come type hmm. of thing. Kind of like how the six gun was. Which I... Colin Bunn seems to do that, which is interesting. It's like he wants to make sure it's somewhat self-contained in case it doesn't keep going, I think. And then... But yeah, he yeah, leaves he it open enough to try and keep it going. Up yeah. Your, but wife, no. your wife wants to know why all the people have such red cheeks. Because it's cold um, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's just the look. Well, she is young. But yeah, even the old people have red cheeks. Maybe yeah, they're all like windblown because they're like in like the farmers and there's no like buildings to stop it. That's blood there. So that's not... No, yay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just the style. Good question, Christy. I don't know. <laughs> Well, kind of in that same vein, same I read the. We'll what is it? The Dark and Bloody. Is, is that the one you read? That's the only one I read. The right. Dark and Bloody. So that's why I didn't want to like put it away out here because I did all the rest of them, but I read that one. Yeah, it's fine. It's at the top, see, so everything else that's true. blocks it. Who knows? Dark and Bloody. Hey, I'm watching. Are it's you? good to know. I am. Yay! With the thumbs up. It is. That's right. So I read that. I couldn't even tell you who wrote it or. Or drew it or anything, but the art in it is pretty dang good. What do you Scott Godlewski. Do you know that? Godlewski. Wow. And Aldridge, who's that? He's Sean Aldridge, who's the writer. writer? Yeah. Okay. Did you like the dark I, I did like it. It's it, pretty solid, right? The thing is with it. I can't wait till that Batman vs. <laughs> I bet you can't. Be that might awesome. really kick ass. DC is really going to turn around. You know, I'm, I'm honestly, that one. more so, I'm looking I mean, forward to iZombie series. I, you know? I mean, how can you go wrong with, you know, Batman and Superman in a movie together? Yeah, especially when it takes a lot of stuff from The Dark Knight Returns. Right. Right? And it's got to be Snyder good. is directing it. Yeah, I mean, how could that go wrong? But I don't oh know. wait, I mean, that last thing you said. <laughs> Some of this art, you know, and stuff. Your is mom's just name was Mark. Really fantastic through in there. Yeah, he does a book that I've been buying, an image book called Copperhead. Really, and it's super good. Yeah, I really liked like the art in this, and and the nice thing about it too. I mean, not to really <laughs> discount it too much, but it moves fast. Oh yeah, holy crap! I mean, it just keeps on booking along and. It's kind of some of that stuff I suppose I like, you know. It's got a, it's self-contained, you know. It knows what it wants to tell, and it tells it in a, a fairly fast pace. But it, you, you still, with even like the flashback usage and stuff in there, you at least get a chance to even build up the, at least your main character. You don't really get to know as much about any of the other really supporting characters yeah. that much. But at least the main character, I felt like you got to understand a bit more of his motivations and what was going on. Yeah. But yeah, for a nice little quick kind of horror story type of thing. Dark and bloody, very good. Basically, it's about you know this guy who's got got demons in the past. You know, he was in the Afghanistan. He was, yeah, he was in like one of the wars there in the Middle East, and you know, of course, with some of that, he was bringing the war home with him. Um, this person comes back essentially for revenge on him for for killing uh, some of the Afghanistans there or wherever. And uh, that's kind of where things go from there. But it's got a little bit of a supernatural turn and things in that. Um, and so, yeah, you can tell, like, uh, involves a dark crow that's kind of coming for revenge. It's kind of weird bird creature. That's right. But, There's a lot of ads in this book. Yeah, but it was good. I liked it. <laughs> it's like every other page. Is I like enjoyed it. It was a quick read, good art. Uh, you know, told a nice... Concise nice little, story. Con story. Yeah, that's right. Kind of fits into that kind of little horror theme and whatever else. So, yeah. 
Anyway, cool. that's what Dark I did. and bloody. Figured I'd follow that one anyway. You know, yeah, since you're talking works. about kind of in that same vein of things. Now I just have to read what Hellbreak in the wake. I know Hellbreak. That's coming by. It is. You like good. the wake? I seem to know, I know my if you're like my Hellbreak. writers. I just can never remember the artists all that well. For whatever reason. All right, so I finished out X Men Gold, Gold number twenty six through thirty six. Yep. This is the Guggenheim one. Yep. <clears throat> this was the. What, what comes after this? This is the wedding. Kitty Pride and, and Colossus. Got Kitty, why? No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. No. They oh didn't. yeah, Rogue and Gambit got married. Yeah. They, did this, they pulled the old switcheroo. They did. They did. They pulled. They pulled the Batman, Catwoman. But actually, someone got married. But somebody did get married. So Marvel's so, like, at least we married someone. Right. Stupid DC. So is that fairly recent then? Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think X Men comes out like twice about a month, three times, five, ten times a month. Yeah. So this is like this is like two like months, twelve times a month. There's yeah. Like a new issue this is like one day. month. Good yeah. God Almighty. <laughs> and they all tie this, in with each other. This happened. We're just joking. But yeah, it's twice a month. There's a gold that comes out like twice a month. And, and there's X Men Blue that comes out like twice a month. Twice a month? Yeah. Yes. So four books of just, just uncanny X Men. But like it's not uncanny. Books. I know, but it's X Men Blue, X Men Gold, which is like uncanny X Men, but it's like four times a month. Holy cow. But the blue doesn't really well, tie into the nice gold. thing is you get like one a week then, huh? Blue you is. Just keep it going. How do you keep them straight then? It must be good to read them up. And then he reads them all. Yeah, I save them up. Yeah, because you can have a whole blue ton is, for a story in like three months. Blue is the the old the young X Men that Beast brought back. And so he's in his called Blue. No, I don't know. Because the Blue Beast. Blue. No, oh, I'm not no, sure. it has nothing to do with that. Huh? I don't think so. I'm really grasping at straws. Well, there. because I think they had back in the day when they split the X Men into two teams, they had the blue team and the gold team. Oh. This was like a long time ago. There you go. You're right. So now they're doing blue and gold. I don't know my X-Men history near as no. well as you do. That's well, okay, sure. so this basically is Kitty Pride and Colossus are going to get married. Really? Like they. I would have never guessed by the front. I know, right? Will you marry me? Um. So I, I knew they'd been a thing, though, for like, what, a decade? Well, they were, and then they stopped. And then... Because Kitty... didn't she die? Well, yeah, she's trapped in a bullet. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Bullet. So, the thing I want How'd she ever get out of that? Um, I think Magneto pulled her back. And then... But she was, like, way, like, freaking galaxies away, Man, wasn't she? Magneto's, like, super strong, so he, like, super pulled her strong. back. Jesus. I think she came by Earth, and he swapped he her He was going, like, in circles? Or they took a spaceship. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It had something to do with Magneto, pulled the bullet to the Earth, and then she jumped out. Oh, well, that something. was... How, yeah. how convenient. They phased, she phased the bullet through the earth and then it right. shot off. All right, it was gone. I thought that thing was like freaking billions of miles well, away. It back, this I isn't guess. that good. It went through. Oh, anyway. Oh, damn. That was the next one I was going to have. Okay. That's was good. Really you want that one? <laughs> You're good. Did you say this is really good? It's not that good. Um, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Um, um, I, I right, tend so to like the dark stuff. This goes all the way back to like pre Secret War, like before Colossus like broke Kitty's heart. Like, who the hell knows that history of the X? You do, other than me and you. Oh, I'm sure some people do. Yeah, sure. Not like, many. Gotta be a good ch- oh, like, come on. Gotta There's old. gotta be some people. Yeah, I think most people stopped it. reading X Men. Yeah, but anyway, most so. people have stopped reading X Men. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, people who read it when we were reading it as kids, I think, have dropped off by this point. Oh, well, there's probably still a couple of there's them out a few, there. There's a few of us out there. Anyway. 
So they're supposed to get married. They have this whole thing, and then Ileana comes to Kitty and is like, "I don't even know who that is." Colossus' sister. sister, Magic. What? Magic. She has. A, he has a sister. Holy crap! Wow. I had no oh flip of clue. God. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> she got sucked into a demon dimension and aged from like age five to age fifteen in like two seconds. No kidding. Like a Chronicles of Narnia in reverse. Huh. I'll be damned. So, um, yes, I'll be damned. <laughs> so, Ileana goes to Kitty, like, the night before, and she's just like, I don't think it's going to work out, like, between you and the other thing. Wow. That's kind of rude. Oh, it's going to work out. So, I'm your anyway. best friend. He's my brother. Sorry. Not going right. to work. So, they do the whole, like, I still should have seen it coming. It kicked me, myself, in the app. Because I stayed away from everything. Like, I knew there was something up with the wedding, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. And so what so, was up with it? Magneto came in, crashed the party? No, they ended up not getting married. What? Because the kitty got cold feet. So what? They go, so they do the page, and it's like, he's getting ready to put the ring on her finger, and then you switch the page, and she phases her hand through. Oh, my God. That's so horrible. Who wrote this? Good eyes. I'm like, I so should have seen that that's coming. That's bad. Good that is so pretty. Then, that is awful. So that's horrible. They end up not getting married. Oh. And then, so they are, so then, uh, I feel sorry the, for him. And how many issues is the wedding? It says till death do us part for like. Oh, well, there you go. There was a finale. 30. Holy crap. And 30. they dragged out for five, six issues. Yeah, it was only like story, three months, though. That's how long story arcs go now, man. But about the wedding? Well, no, the whole lead up to the wedding. Like, did the they special... fight any supervillains during that time? Probably. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> Probably. He doesn't crap. remember. Um, it's like, so like me my best friend's titles. wedding. So then they're all X Men version. Yeah, it's like um, it's like it's like a wrong entire... It's like the entire last season of um, How I Met Your Mother. Great. Twenty eight episodes of a wedding. Um, uh... So anyway, <laughs> then Gambit proposes to Rogue, and they're like, "Oh, we already have the everything oh, everything's here. here. Let's, Let's just, get, just married. get married." So Rogue and Gambit get married. That marriage will last. Hey, at least somebody but got married. Though. Rogue can't touch anybody, right? I think well, she's got her gloves on. I think her powers are all wonky. <laughs> I can't keep it all straight because she's in like eight different books. But I think at some point she was. As like, long as they use protection, he'll be fine. Dude, in one of these books, I don't remember if it was blue because I don't remember. Like I can't remember everything, but like they bring um, Cassandra Nova's back. I don't know who that is. From. Grant Morrison's X-Men run, um, Professor X's twin. Oh, Casanova? Yeah, her full name's Cassandra Nova. Oh. Cassandra Nova, Casanova. You called like, her Sandra Nova. I called her Ca Cassandra, Cassandra Nova. Nova. You say, I thought you said Sandra Nova. No, I said I Cassandra Nova. I thought you said Nova. Cassandra, Cassandra Nova. Okay. I'm not I missed the Cassandra. I was like, okay. who the hell is Sandra Nova? No, Cassandra Nova. And Cassandra, like, oh, the way you say it, you barely say it. Cassandra. And Miss... Cuss. Miss Sinister? Miss Sinister? Like, Mr. Sinister? Mr. Sinister? But no, it's Miss Sinister. It's a girl. Since when? I don't know. Since a while. So, like, they bring back the Hellfire Club, and so, like... Of course, because they got to bring that it's back Miss Sinister. every, like, five years. It's, Is she uh, the Black Queen? Yes. And then Emma Frost, Havoc, and, um... Uh, what's his name? The... The... Bat... The... The dude from um, Rachel's Future with the like, half cyborg was like the steel leg mm -hmm. hellhound or hound or. Okay. 
You know what I'm talking about? No. Cyborg hound guy? You know him. That no, one guy. I'm sure. Anyway. It's, I'm going to have a... I, I'm definitely going to play at Comic-Con now so I can talk to Chris Quinn and say, Hey, Chris, you know Cassandra Nova and um, and you, you know uh, the Hellfire Club? Now, that Miss Sinister is the Black Queen now, right? And then... He's gonna look at. He's gonna ask you for five bucks. Yeah. He's like, can you just give me five bucks? Just give me five dude. bucks and stop talking. Those are not <laughs> my X Men asshole. Sign, do you want me to sign something? And give me five dollars. Can you sign the ki- kitty? And I'm gonna ask him to sign the kitty and Colossus. <laughs> Colossus is ready. There you go. So, at the end, of, yes. Look, Stanley. <laughs> Except he doesn't have his name on anything. <laughs> Stanley at least had his name on every comic book. Like, people would walk up with, I don't know. A man things comic or something. Go, hey Stanley, will you sign this? Um, so, at the end of the series, because thirty six is the end, the and now they're gonna reboot it and go back to Uncanny X Men. But hey, don't worry because they're gonna ship Uncanny X Men three times a month. Three so, times a month. In case you're worried, so you're, you're gonna not get out. You're losing out on one X Men book a month, but you're still getting it three three times a month. And aren't they like eight dollars a piece or something? Yeah, they're like sixteen dollars a piece three <laughs> times a month. I mean, it's like a thousand dollars a month to read X Men now. Jeez. Um, and that's just for the core titles. Of um, course. So at the end of it, uh, Mark Guggenheim writes a whole like love letter, like you know, in the series, whatever. Like I grew up, like the first X Men book I read or bought, like off the shelf, was like one twenty nine or like one thirty or something. Damn, can you imagine being buying that shit off the shelf? That'd be the best. We almost did. We were like one eighty. Yeah, we were close. We're only like four years behind. Only four years. But the funny part was, he goes. Yes, back back in the day, there was only one X Men title. Oh, tell me <laughs> like, about can it. You, can you believe it? There was only one X Men title. I, I know you don't follow me on Instagram, but I was like, talk, I've been rereading the X Men in public publication order, and I just hit the point where Excalibur and Wolverine started. Like I've already been like suffering through X Factor and New Mutants and Uncanny X Men at one time. Now it's like Wolverine and Excalibur are coming out too. So I got five books a month now yeah. of X Men. Right. And we're getting ready for Inferno. We're just rewriting. I like New Mutants. Um, I did too until they started getting to the like where they met that girl, Gossamer girl from space, mm-hmm. and they had that whole. I don't know. I seem to remember it like hit a bad spell. And probably from like like fifty to about seventy five is not the best. Maybe. Yeah. I guess after Fall of the Mutants, right after Fall of the Mutants, it kind of took a turn down. Yeah. And if you interview, I've heard interviews with Louise Simonson, who's writing it. She said editorial editorial told her to de-age the hey, new Bill. and to make them actually seem younger because mm-hmm. they were too close to the X-Men. And so she actually was actively trying to make them seem like, I've heard younger and more immature. And I think that's when it kind of took a dip. Because you had Chris Claremont had the characters this way, and all of a sudden they're changing the characters and de-aging them. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really work right if i've been reading it up to this point because now they don't act the same they're very much acting a lot more immature right and it just didn't really work the only shining point is brett blevins is doing the art i really i didn't really like him at the time but i really enjoy his work now yeah. and so that's cool but that's kind of the highlight and x factor that book looks kind of it started out good for maybe like 12, 15 issues. Well, even through Fall of the Mutants, I thought it wasn't too bad when Archangel came in and Death and all that. But yeah. even the Walt Simonson art isn't really elevating it too much. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's just, it's very melodramatic, but not like 
in the good way like X-Men is, it's almost like bad melodramatic. Well, that was the way to bring back the original X-Men. I mean, that was bringing back... I mean, the whole point of X-Factor yeah. was bringing back Jean Grey. Yeah. And know. then bringing back the original X-Men. Yeah. So. It's just... I don't know. It's not very good in a lot of ways. All right. Well, that's enough of that X-Men talk. Now we can wait a little while, and then I can get dive What's into the other... What's your third one? You said you had three things. Uh, uh, oh. Well, I, I read X-Men Red... Oh, yeah, sorry, there's three books. Oh, my there's God. X-Men no. Red. Is oh. that twice a freaking month, too? Yeah. No, I think that one only comes out once a month, but it's not oh, good. My file's falling. I'm not. Oh, no. That was bad. I'm not enjoying X-Men Red, so. Um. This book, does it even fit on the camera? Nope. X-Men now is that just grand the two? design? This is the second one yet. Have you read these? No. You bought them though, right? Right. That looks like a phoenix. Is does that collect two issues? I believe so. And it was like twenty bucks. More than that, I think. I believe cover price is twenty nine ninety nine. That's why I didn't double dip on that thing. But they did reprint Giant Size Expert in here, because that's what I need—another friggin' copy. Of giant size X Men. You don't have any one. copies of giant size X Men. I have it in like omnibuses and stuff. Um, but you don't have it. Oh look, it's a help. I don't have it in the back. Uh, my omnibus is pretty big. It's not quite that big though. This is X Men Grand, designed by Ed Piscor. I know how to say his name now because I listened to him pronounce it. Did himself. you um, Piscor? Huh? Did you um, buy the Grand, the Treasury edition of the first? Collection? No, because I have it in single issues. But I'm gonna need to eventually. Eventually, I'll go back and get it. But I haven't. That's it. awesome. I love that paper. Yeah, it's cool. It's old like school. Little, is old the school. books in that paper too? Yeah, the whole books there. No, I mean but, like the single issues that. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because remember he's got the weird white going on. Oh yeah. This book's really hard to get him. Anyway, so this covers um, X Men ninety three or Giant Size X Men number one, you know, right. all the way to it goes pretty far. Probably X Men four hundred. No, it's he's just doing Claremont stuff. Uh, so the third one and final one is just gonna go up until like Jim Lee and Claremont. So there's gonna be six drop issues. It off. Yeah, I believe that is the plan. This goes all the way up to when Storm loses her power with uh, uh, Peter Gyrich. Yeah. Now I read these comics when I was a kid. I am. I've read many of them multiple times, so I'm very familiar with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There's a point where I like was getting confused. I was like, "Did that happen in that order?" You know, because there's a few things he does, and it's like that doesn't sound right, especially with the Dark Phoenix thing. Like he's got Wolverine like chopping up the Hellfire Club people, but I'm like, "But that happened after." You know what I mean? It's just really some of the continuity was a little wonky. But I think it, I went back and checked a few things. I think he's right. He did do one thing that was really weird. How well do you remember the issue right after Rogue joined the X-Men and her and Wolverine went on a mission to Japan and they fought the Silver Samurai and the Viper? Ooh. I sort of remember it, but not, like... Only sort of remember it? All right, so you remember when... Is that the cover with the black, where it's black and it's Rogue running? Uh 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, I remember the cover. Yeah. So at some point, the Viper is, like, shooting Wolverine... And Rogue has to, like, put herself in front of the bullet. Do you remember that scene? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like an energy beam, Viper's gun. Well, somehow he changed it to be, like, 
adamantium bullets and like Rogue gets shot and she's like bleeding and there's like blood everywhere. I'm like, wow. that's not how it went. And I'm like, I think there was blood everywhere. No, there was. I went back and checked. Oh. It was an energy beam gun. It, there was no blood. She just it hurt her, and then Wolverine oh, had to give the her. Way Piscor remembers it. Pisker, Piscor. I I can't imagine that being the case. He had to have like changed it on purpose. I just don't know why he changed it. It just seemed weird. I don't know. You, maybe you should so, ask him. I would like to. I don't know how to talk to him. So, Comment on his kayfabe. But uh, I could. But I don't think he wants to make a comment about Greg Design on there. He wants to make a comment about kayfabe. But anyway, it's cool. He's really He does a good job of tying in some of the stuff that... Um, oh, the brood thing was in there, too. Like, the whole brood yeah. saga. And some that was a weird continuity thing, too. Chris Claremont did this weird thing. He did it with the Hellfire Club. He did it with the Brood. Like, he had them, like, have an issue where they fought him, fought the Brood. And then they, like, did something else for, like, a couple issues. And then they went back and, like, did it more. He did the same thing with the Hellfire Club and Dark Phoenix. It's like he, they found the Hellfire Club. And then they had, like, a weird, like, not messing with the Hellfire Club. And then they went back in there. And, it, and when you put them all together, like, in a short span, it gets kind of funky and blurred. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to explain unless you actually read it. Well, you just recently read that. Just recently read that stuff. You said you're rereading everything. Yeah, but I mean that was still like a year ago. I mean I've been reading Uncanny X Men, rereading it for a while. You can't be that far up in Uncanny X Men. I'm up to I'm up to almost Inferno. What's that? Two eighty? Two forty. Two forty. Yeah. So anyway, but anyway, it's very cool. Very. Very good. The Treasury Edition is awesome. It's big, super-sized. It looks pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I do want it, but... And he does the weird newsprint, and then anytime anything is white, he makes it, like, super white. So, I like, that so it stands little, out. Yeah. At f- the first time I read it, I thought it was cool. Now I just find it kind of distracting. It's still kind of neat, but I don't it know. It does kind of draw your eye, doesn't it? It does kind of... It's a little bit distracting. I'm not sure. You can do it on that one, and then go back a page. He kind of just does it here and there. Yeah, and it's... I don't know. That's not the right one. I don't know. It doesn't matter. That's where Ileana got sucked That's into where the portal. Ileana gets sucked into the hell. In yeah, the and then she comes out 15 years old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You were. Good times. Good times. So that was Ileana. Huh? X-Men Grandson. Yes. Good stuff. She looks nothing like her brother. Go grab it. No, she does not look anything like her brother. It's funny, Ed Piscor was talking somewhere. He's like, yeah, you know they had those old Marvel Treasury editions, you know? Mm -hmm. They never did an X-Men one. He's like, they never did an X-Men one, so I made my own. Nice. He's the man. He is the man. This porter is growing on me. That's good. Holiday porter. Not too bad. In fact, I'm going to go grab another one while I'm... I thought you were going to do a review. Yeah, it's your turn, dude. I'll do one. Hello, Barbara... Barbara. Barbara is watching. I read Mars They're Attacks. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Number two, just today. Name that movie. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I saw him read the first one. Oh, you bought it? Yeah, of course. This thing is awesome, man. It's really funny. It's act, like... Act, act, act. It's, they don't do the act, act. They don't do the act, act? No, I don't remember oh. seeing the act, act. So anyway, in the first issue, the, the guy was visiting his dad in like a rest home. And the Mars Martians attack, and so they're trying to get out of there. So it starts with him pushing his dad in a wheelbarrow because they've escaped from the Martians. And his dad can't walk, so he's pushing him in a wheelbarrow. And his dad's like, "We need to find a car." 
He's like, no, we need to find a car with the keys in it and the doors unlocked. And he's like, how many times have you left your door, your car with the keys in it and the door unlocked? He's like, I can't believe you've never learned how to hotwire a car. He's like, and the son's like, sorry, I didn't decide to become a criminal or whatever, you know. So it's this kind of banter. It's kind of funny. I'm not doing it justice, but anyway. In all the old movies, whenever like the horror movies, they would always go in and pop yeah. the yeah, pop it's always the visor, in the visor. And the keys would always fall. Correct. Down. Well, they run into some. Uh, they Where's run into the like the Earth Militia, like this group of like gun nut guys who are like. They said we were going to take away our guns, but this is why we wanted to keep our guns, just for a situation like this, blah, blah. And they've got, like, this huge armada, and they're waiting for the Martians to come. Well, of course, the Martians come, and their guns do absolutely nothing against the Martian technology, and they all get fried, and so then the son and the dad are, like, escaping again. But they picked up a dog this time. Nice. So it's the dad, the son, and the dog now on the run from the Martians. And they pissed one of the Martians off, because they, like, shot at him, and they actually broke, like, his little... Uh, air thing and he like started sucking in the wrong air and so he's angry now. How did they defeat them? Aren't they always? Was it? It was sound. Music? Yeah, yeah it was sound. Because uh, yeah, the old lady had that freaking yodeler thing and yeah. they started so taking that around all over the place. An expert on Mars attacks. So initially this was just a card set from Tops, right? That's where it started? Really? I had no idea. Um, I believe the comic Christy asked which came first, the comic or the movie. Well, there's a card set. There was a card set. I like, thought that back came in the first. Day. That came first. Okay, so that came first. But I don't know, because I really haven't really been a big Mars Attacks fan until just recently. Hmm. All right. Well, the, the book Mars is Attacks really fun. Comic. It's yeah. like a four issue series or something. So it's weird they made a movie of it with based on just like a comic and a card set. Not really. Okay. Did and the comic wasn't that popular. Did you know it? that some of it was filmed in Burns, Kansas? Yes, yes, I knew that. The old folks home, wasn't it? But that's really good. The, the, the water tower thingy is there, too. You can drive by and see it. I think still. it's Scott's turn to review something. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I read Manifest Destiny, volume Manifest 6. Manifest Destiny. Yeah, I think you already talked a little bit about this one. There's uh, not really a whole hell of a lot that happens at this particular issue. I mean, all the it's other... It's the mutiny, right? It's a good thing I this have 20 issues of that to catch up on. That's probably true. Well, yeah, I think it is. I guess you'd say, yeah, it was a mutiny. Yeah. So how much longer do you think this book is going to go? Because I thought, well, man, they should be wrapping this up, but it's like, they still of, got a lot to do. That's true, though. Based off the previous, you know, set, you know, where it was, they start seeing the, the weird ghost guy you know, type thing, and, and where they took the last crazy team to, I'm thinking that they got to be getting freaking close to where this thing's going to end up at, you know, which right? would be the West Coast, you know, essentially. Oh, yeah, that's but true. I, I don't know. I, I, after reading this one, you're right. It's like, well, how long? I mean, before it was like they'd take, you know, one chunk at a at a place and then keep moving on, you know, and, and keep yeah. this thing progressing. But in this volume, they're waiting the for whole winter. thing is, you know, them stuck in the winter. Yeah. And they're at the one particular uh, arch that they've been, that was shown in the last one, you know, yeah. the last book. So it's uh, interesting. Not to backtrack, but Barbara said the gas station that got blown up was filmed in Kansas. Woohoo! For Mars Attacks. There you go. Okay. Sweet. Stop. But yeah, it, with this one, there's, it felt like, yeah, you really didn't. They didn't really go anywhere, 
But there was still a lot that happened because of the yeah, whole mutiny. And, there was some And what I found was interesting and may come back in later is the fact that the apparition or the ghost, you know, that was showing himself to... That guy was cracking me up. Yeah. Well, he was a crack up in the previous one, you yeah. know, type things. Well, in this one, what I found interesting is that he was showing himself to whoever I think that he could try to influence, you know, influence yes. and get to that side. <laughs> Because well, he switched like halfway through the movie. That's month, right. He? <laughs> he goes, well, if I can't get you, maybe I can get your buddy. You know? yeah. So it goes from Lewis to Clark to Clark to Lewis. Oh, I, get I can't get him. I can't get him straight. Time. But then what really happens here is it progresses to the fact that it goes to the guy who caused the mutiny. Yeah. Which then I found it interesting then because now it's no longer, you know, these guys, Lewis and Clark are no longer having to bear, you know, this, this guy talking to him all the time. Yeah. Now, is it going to come back around? I don't know. But, you know... That's where the failure was in the previous expedition was the one guy who like was seeing the the ghost, you know, essentially killed off the rest of his crew mm-hmm. in one way or another, you know, fought to be the last one and everything because he was a survivor. Well, now maybe Lewis and Clark where I thought, well, shoot, they're going to have this battle, which may still happen. Yeah. At least, though, now it looks like they fought against the, the ghost in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and maybe that's what comes out of this for the most part. Otherwise, you know, it's just like what you said. They had a mutiny. Okay, the mutiny gets, you know, beat down. And really nothing real too supernatural even happened with yeah. this one uh, throughout this set. You know, besides the fact that the ghost, but it was like something that you already knew about. Yeah, it seemed a lot of treading water in this it, Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I don't know that it was really... And I, I worry Dude, about this book because the single issue sales in this book are not too hot. I think it's selling pretty good in trades, but you know they put the single issues out, and if those well, are, if those are losing money, yeah. I don't know how much longer it can go. So well, I could see this almost begs to be read though in trades in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, like. definitely. It almost even bigger chunks because one trade you kind of forget what happened a little bit. Could with the be, last trade. yeah. I, I found especially when you this re- one, yeah, yeah. That I was having a hard time. Okay, because it started off, you know, right there, um, you know, pretty much where the last one left off, obviously. But I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain. Okay, where the hell were they? Oh yeah, it's winter. They're stuck. But it's still pretty good, well written. Um, I think I still have the problem though that there's not really anybody to root for, yeah. you know, type of thing in it. I mean, makes up. Yeah, Lewis and Clark are both jerks, but I think Pocahontas is. Pocahontas. The is women like, are kind of. You can kind of root for them. Somewhat, but I mean, even the one woman kills a freaking dude. And this but he one deserved and, it. Okay, and <laughs> then you have the other French woman, I think, or something like that, who she didn't get a chance to do a whole lot in this one yeah even pocahontas doesn't give a two craps about her child so it's all very strange yeah i don't know Hmm. interesting entertaining but uh. this is my heroes have always been junkies by ed brubaker and sean phillips huh you didn't buy it i don't know what maybe it's an ogn (laughs) maybe original graphic novel when did it come out i bought it a I don't know, October? No, maybe I just haven't gotten it in my order. Maybe you didn't order it. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, anyway, it's kind of a criminal book, actually. I can't actually. believe I didn't buy an Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. He I didn't. Just not have gotten ordered. He didn't bill it as a criminal story, but then it really, I think at some point he said it was kind of criminal, but I don't know. You know, criminal is just a bunch of crime stories. Anyway, so this Did story. You like it? 
Oh, I loved it. Okay. It's very similar to Killer Be Killed. In fact, it's got, like, the voice of the main character narrating the whole thing, you know? Okay. It's a female character, and she's in drug rehab. And she's uh, talking about how, like, all her... Well, obviously, the title of my heroes have always been junkies. She really looks up to all, like, the people who were, like, addicted to drugs throughout. You know, because she's, like... You know, you look at, like... And she's got a point. I mean, you look at, like, musical artists, you know? They did their best work when they were all, like, strung out on heroin, you know, and... Then when they, like, got straight, they're all their work kind of sucked or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's so many artists who, like, they... Were under their best... Did their best... Did their best the, stuff under, when they were, like, under the, under the at their lowest as far as, you know, being addicted to drugs and stuff. And so, anyway, so she's really infatuated or enamored with, you know, drug addiction and artists and all that stuff. But she's in rehab, and there's another guy in rehab who she's kind of, like, bonding with and she's always trying to convince him to like sneak out and get in trouble you know and he's like well you know blah blah well there's a big twist at the end i don't know i don't know are you, are you guys gonna read this mm -hmm. yeah. okay so anyway, there's a big twist so there's a reason why she's in rehab and why she's befriending this guy and she kind of hints at it throughout the whole thing but there's a reason but it's really short but it's really good i mean it's just a lot of you know narration and just talking about her kind of introspection and there's this story going on while she's in rehab mm. but uh no it's pretty cool mm. um like i say it's a criminal it's like it's not that long it reads pretty quick even though it does have quite a few words it just has that fun kind of a voice that ed brubaker does with this character that just kind of draws you in and just feels yeah. like you really don't well he gets pretty wordy sometimes but it's he good. does but it's all well done so it yes, doesn't it feel is. wordy yeah and so but uh, anyway, yeah, it's... Writes very well. Super good. Um, the art's cool. It's Sean Phillips and Andrew Baker. And it's a criminal book. Cool. It's got a cool twist. And right. that is what it is. I'm sneaking this one I over to my pile. Shaped books. Yeah. All right. right. That one's coming home with me. We'll talk about X-Men Blue. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, there's really only... We're just a goal. There's a couple things that I want to talk about, but obviously <laughs> I'm not going to talk about issue 20 to 36 and a couple Venoms. What? Annual. Come on! you got to talk about the stuff that you got. Well, I know, but I mean, I'm just going to talk about it in general. I'm not going to... Okay, so Blue is the... Cross Time Capers. Blue is the team that is the original X-Men that the Beast brought back... And then they were, but he brought him back to like try to set the world straight, like bring back the innocence or whatever. I don't know. Bring back the innocence. So anyway, ever since the X Men are too dark. Ever since they brought him back, they've been trying to figure people. out how they're gonna get rid of them and send them back to their own time. <laughs> so, and I thought they were gonna do it. At the end of this series, because they've been leading up to it and leading up to it, and they keep talking about it and hinting at it, and then it, they actually, at the, like the end of the book, they're like on the time platform, and they're like, okay, bye. It's like Cable Guy. It's like, okay, bye, see you later. And then they turn around and they're like, oh, but there's this, there's an emergency. We should have to, maybe we should go and take care of this emergency, and then we'll go back home. So... I think they're supposed to go back in extermination, which mm -hmm. goes from that to this. Um, there's also, the tie-in is with Venom, 
So of course, because they gotta like uh, sell the movie. Well, I think Colin Bunn was writing Venom at the time, but then he actually did, which I can't believe I didn't buy it because I buy everything. But you do buy everything. So, but now I don't know what happened because I don't have the rest you of the story. Buy it. That's why you buy, buy everything. You because failed. so it does. Why the, did you not buy it? It maybe because I just got fed up with all the Venom stuff that was going on. I'm like, oh, it's because another of the movie? Venom book. Yeah, it's another Venom um, thing. Why but, the hell uh, did I buy this? So the arc with Venom, they actually go and uh, out into space because the they go there's a there's a guy that's kind of like a bounty hunter. He goes to the planet where the symbiotes live, and he like catches them, yeah, and traps them and then sells them, yeah. And so he does that, and they go to rescue the the symbiotes and. All the original X Men all get symbiotes attached to them. Of course, so they're like and so they do a whole thing with that, and they they resolve that. But then like Jean Jean Grey like dies, and then they did this whole thing. It was like a five issue weekly series called Venomized or whatever. Yeah, which I didn't buy, which goes into that. So I don't know how that story resolves. How many issues do I need to read of my current X Men reread to get to here? A lot. Did you gotta finish what Uncanny went to like five hundred five hundred and something and then well, Excalibur went to what like two hundred and something? X Factor went to two hundred. Yeah, but I'm saying so they X ended Factor? Uncanny. Went that far? Yeah. No, Excalibur went to like one fifty maybe, one seventy five. I thought they brought it back and it was like a two hundred. Oh, they probably did. Okay. Um Because when Uncanny ended, then what did they do? They did the Bendis X Men, wasn't it? Well, all did, new X Men. All new? Did that come right after I Uncanny? Think so. Yeah. so there's like what thirty or forty of those. At and least then after that. What was that Bradshaw Aaron book that was coming out for a while? Mm. Astonishing X Men, maybe. Yeah, there's an Astonishing. Amazing X Men. Wasn't there amazing, an Amazing X Men? Probably. Yeah. And then after that, then they split it up into the blue and the gold. Yeah. So, and there's like 36 of each of those, so probably a hundred. Hmm. Seems like there's something we're missing. Cause I'm it sure seems like is. Uncanny was back when Fraction and Brubaker were writing it, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, they went to five something, I thought. Because Gillen took over. Remember, he had that weird Mr. Sinister storyline where they were like in the garden and stuff. And that wasn't Uncanny, though, was it? Yeah, that was, was uncanny. uncanny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because mm. I actually bought it up to that point. Right. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That's fine. So the the only point of this series what was to get point? to the point they wouldn't get the X Men where back. they were going to go away. Yeah, and now they they wouldn't get the X Men out of there. Get it back to their time. It happens in here. Do you have the rest of Extermination? I it's not all. I hope it's not all. Did out. you read this? I read that because like at the, the end, one. Cable's like one four more to go. Yeah, you just spoiled the crap out of it. But because it leads up the whole thing. Kill one of the X Men. Well, yeah. Ahab is the guy I was talking about. Remember Ahab? He yeah, the, I vaguely remember him. So he's in this. So like Bloodstorm. You know Rogue Bloodstorm? The yeah, the vampire yeah. version of Rogue? No, don't know that. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a vampire version of Rogue. And her of name course is Bloodstorm. So. And she's in this. And she's been dating the Scott Summers. Do vampires date? This one yeah, does. I fear so. She was, da- she was dating um, Cyclops, the old, the young Cyclops that came back from the past, the, whatever, 
God, I don't even know how to explain it. It's right? Like, it's just the original it's a friggin' mess. Scott from That's why they're trying to get rid of them. Bendis brought Bendis. back. We're she's spending like, like two years just to clean up your mess, dude. Like, you didn't even work for us anymore, jackass. Oh my God. <laughs> you left and went to the other company. Now we gotta spend two years just cleaning this crap clean up. up. Freaking X Men. Just to get back to um, Uncanny. You're such an asshole. <laughs> so, in this Holy. book, um, Ahab comes back with the hounds and he kills Bloodstorm, which that's the first, first death. And then there's a mask, there's a cloaked figure that's running around through the whole book that you don't know who the hell it is. Is it Cable? And he takes out it's Cable. One. Oh. He kills Cable. Is it Ahab? No, it's Cable. Oh. So Cable it's kills Cable. It's the young Cable kills young cable. cable. Yeah, that Cable kills Cable. I don't the think Cable is cable. ever that young. Yeah. He's got like the white hair and the eyeball, but he looks young. What is yeah. that? Who came up I with that design? Maybe that doesn't even a, make any sense. Maybe he's a Cable from another. Look, I'm, another. The, I'm the young Cable, but yet I look just like the old Cable, but younger. We need another with white Cable hair and from, eye. Actually, Cable was young because if you did the, the Jean Grey and the Escani Sun or whatever, that yeah. Forest You miniseries where. Um, Gene and Cyclops went raised back, him or went into the future and raised him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So he was young. Well, he was a baby. But he was like a teenager. Yeah, yeah they yeah. raised him as a teenager. Do you have white hair? I don't remember. As a teenager, I have to go back. So that's kind of weird. I always thought the white hair was because he was old, but apparently he just was an albino. Could be. Anyway, that's all, all I read. Time I, I got caught up, mostly caught up on my X Men. I have like two more issues of Extermination, and then they did like you're not really caught up there, are you? They did like five one shots of wow. X Men villains. Sounds like you're still behind, but not as as behind. Yeah. Not nearly as behind. I'm probably I probably have six issues to read, and I read like sixty five issues. So gotcha. I read Savage Dragon number two thirty eight. Boy, that looks like a Walking Dead cover. Right, not really. But uh, this is a they weird issue. Um, in the last issue, Jennifer Dragon is her last name. Dragon. I don't know. Jennifer, is it Jennifer? What's the daughter's name? What daughter? Jennifer's daughter, his sister, his stepsister, Angel. Angel, Angel Dragon, was killed or ripped apart. And so he gives her her... Spoiler. Right? So he found out a few issues ago when his wife was killed that he could give her his blood to regenerate her. In the past, when you give someone... When he gave someone his blood, it regenerated them, but then they would explode from the regenerated properties. What he figured out is you could then inject them with freak out, which takes away the powers, and then that um, saves them. So it regenerates them, but then you hit them with the freak out to take away the powers, and then their regeneration so stops, but they're already regenerated. regenerated. So you have to hit them in that window before when, when they're regenerated, but before they explode. So do it, does he have to stab her three times? No, no, just once. <laughs> just once with the freak out. <laughs> and then they also there. found so a way to... some, And then they had some of her blood... She can't do it hard. So they had some of her blood to there. give back to her after the freak out, which gave her her powers back. So she's, like, restored. Well, this leaks out to the press that you can get his blood and uh, then get that's a freak where everybody out. Everybody wants him, and that's, so that's everybody wants. Basically, any ailment you have, if you get his blood and get the freak out, you can heal you. So, of course, the public goes crazy. It's like a miracle cure for any disease or any ailment. Yeah. And so now the cover makes sense. Out and for the blood. title out for, out for blood. blood, right? And there's some other weird stuff going so on. So is this freak out? Like something new, 
I've never well, he just, it. to save his wife the issue, he just, no, if they've had freak out for a while. You should say he never thought to use it in this combination to save him, but he tried it because his wife was dying and he was is desperate. It, is it so chic? Wait, freak? So chic? No. But anyway, that's the main story. And then Maxine freak is still out. dealing with her, like, she had a near-death experience and now she's, like, really, like, nymphomaniac type thing. So she's dealing with her, like, sex addiction or whatever, too. Hmm. The issue. I thought she was always that way before. She was, but she's even worse now. I don't think that's possible. She's like, no, she is. It's like 24-7, like... I thought that's what it yeah, was yeah, before. Yeah. So it's... They it's should send her back to that planet, then, with Rapture. Right? Where all the men were? Yeah, that makes sense. How many do you have left, Scott? One. All right, I got two more. I read GoBots number one. Tom By Sweet. Tom Scioli. Oh. So he did the Transformers versus G.I. Joe. Right. And now he's tackled GoBots. And this is uh, pretty cool. I just read this today. Um, so it starts with the GoBots. And I didn't know anything about the GoBots. But apparently they have human pilots in them. And yet they transform like Transformers. Really? I yeah, so no like idea. the car. Well, I guess Transformers have that too. Like You could have a, you human, could put a dude in them. Dude yeah. in the, but in anyway. The but in the GoBots, it almost seems like there's a connection between the human and the GoBot. Like they have kind of like a, a rapport a little bit. Like, like a like, Pacific Ram. Exactly. Yeah, but um, there you go. But in this one, like the GoBots have been like integrated into society and like changed like the world and like made everything better. And there's this big thing. Well, I guess some of the GoBots have now decided to like become like sentient, and they don't. They're rebelling against their human masters, and so there's like a faction of GoBots which are like rebelling. Like Planet of the Apes. Kind of. And so by the end of the first issue, you've got this whole faction of GoBots who are, like, trying to take over the world. And then you have the GoBots who are loyal to their humans, you know. So there's, like, a GoBot-human war brewing or pretty much starting right now. So Does, does it end with one of the GoBots walking down the beach and they see the Statue of Liberty buried in sand? No, it does not. It does not end oh, with that man. So disappointing. It ends with this girl who That's has the perfect way. It ends with that. this girl who has Scooter as her GoBot, and they have a, a rapport, and she's like, "Scooter, you're not going to hurt me, are you, Scooter?" Because she's not sure if he's turned on her. Mm. Because these humans who have GoBots, they don't know, you know. Ben Mara did a cover. Ben Mara, you like Ben Mara? Yeah, he's that one that did that '80s like like thing. Violent book. Dash Shaw did one too. No, Jim Rugg though. Maybe he's doing one on issue Jim two. Jim Rugg did second. second issue two. That'd be awesome. So, Alright, I have... I think I'll just do one more. Because Scott's going to read Walking Dead, so I don't want to talk about that until he reads it. Is that the GoBots Go theme song? No, that's Pacific Rim. Oh. Because <laughs> you mentioned that. I did. Alright, go ahead, Scott. You now, do yours, and I'll do mine, and we'll wrap it up. Oh, damn. Now I should pull up Planet of the Apes theme song, because I mentioned it. I know. It takes me too long. I'm a little slow. What am I reading? Or what am I talking about? Oh, whatever your last one is. Unless you want me to go and then you go. I read. Well, you can still go. You can go for a couple of them then after this. I only have one more. Descender. I read issues 11 through like 21. Wow. So does this thing end? Yeah, 32 is the last one. 32. Okay, so the next chunk there. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I still like it. It's good. Uh, Don jumped off some This point. chunk in here was almost more of like kind of backstory type stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, where it, each, each issue was talking a little bit about each uh, one of these kind of main characters. And, and like I said, backstory, what their history was a bit more. Um, 
so because of that, it was a fairly quick read. Uh, Every issue of Descender is a quick read. It could be. There's not there's a not whole a lot. Of there's words. not a lot of words in it, and for the most part, it's fairly it's, decompressed. It's it's making a move, you know, in a lot of things. But I mean, that that's where things are really strange in this set. Is like probably three quarters of the book would be, or the issue would be about the backstory of some character, and then uh, you'd have like a quarter of it be actual moving of the story, story. progression. Yeah. yeah. But not necessarily a bad thing. No. But, uh, you know, you at the end, and because at the end of the day, especially after getting through this chunk, I could see it being a bit more of an issue, especially if you're reading it from the monthly standpoint. But yeah. uh, after getting through this chunk of it, it's kind of like, oh, wow, they're really kind of setting up for like a, for some type of climax here going yeah, on, yeah. you know, type, yeah, of, type of thing. You know, I'm pretty much through this one. Our band of heroes, you know, or whatever else, you know, they're trying to get the Tim Bot to the humans on one side, whereas the robots want the Tim Bot on the other side. Correct. And it looks like they're setting up to get, go to war. They, that's right, Tim 21. And meanwhile, what is it, Tim 22 infiltrates and acts like Tim 21 and, oh, yeah. and gets to be going with our heroes to the planet where supposedly the the first robot was found. And, yeah. and so that's kind of setting up for that. But it, it, at the end of this, it's like you've got their, one of our lead characters, the chick with the red hair is... Looks like she might be in dire straits uh, there. And Nikola Tesla. I keep wanting to call her Tesla, but it's actually Telsa, isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was Tesla, but it no, might, you might I be think right. it's Telsa. Because I always want to pronounce it Tesla. Okay, maybe that's. Like I bet you I probably. But do. I totally could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just vaguely remember. What are those covers though? Aren't they freaking fantastic? For they the part? Fantastic. I mean, yeah, like, I don't. You very you jumped off this from because you didn't care for the art, but I I just don't understand that too much i mean i i really enjoy the art and in most of this uh, some things are a little bit more uh simple than others but overall i yeah, really like Telsa, it not tesla i'll be dang so i probably looked at it and well i mean you look at it you want to say tesla because that's what yeah. everybody knows yeah 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 the covers are very cool yeah they're very cool but overall it's it's good like i say it it really i thought it read pretty fast through a lot of this. That's a cool cover. Oh, it's a great cover. And the, I still like the art through it and everything. Yeah. It, it's uh, it'd be interesting to see what uh, where it goes, I suppose. I mean, right now, it looks like the robots hold all the cards, you know, and everything yeah. else. And even the humans themselves, you've got really, I don't know, it, I have a hard time rooting for them because overall, they seem like a bunch of jerks too. So yeah. it's a it's book that have, maybe has a little bit of that problem in which... The, who do you root for? Yeah, who do you really? I guess root Tim Twenty One is uh, your, exactly your hero. Tim Twenty One is really the the most the best one to really root for. And he's being whipped around between That's all the right. different factions. But he's only been alive for what all of maybe two years or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you could say that he's been alive for ten years. But he slept for like probably oh, nine and a half of that. Yeah. So you know he's pretty naive overall. So it it holds has some issues with that, but. Uh, it is the case though with war and whatever else I suppose too. Cool. I'll get you the last chunk if you want. Um, I got the latest Street Angel book. Street, Street Angel, Angel versus Ninja Tech. Wow. Have you read Ninja Street Angel versus Ninja Tech? No. I don't think I've received it yet. Uh, I get my comic books most of my life. Well, I'd read this before, like digitally or something. Oh, I don't read digital. Anyway, it starts out. Well, no, I, I guess I had the mini comic maybe. 
do get the mini. Alright, alright. Anyway, so it starts out with Street Angel fighting a ninja. I think we talked about that every time we talked about Street And Street she's Angel. very upset that this ninja, like, got the best of her or got away. So she tracks him down to Ninja Tech. And, and it's, I will and it's, have this eventually. And it's Bring Your Daughter to Work Day at Ninja Tech, Inc. Right. All right? So she, inf she, like, takes the place of some guy's daughter to infiltrate Ninja Tech. And, of course, she finds donuts. She's eating everything. Yes, because there's donuts, so oh, she's God, all donuts. about the donuts. And she eventually finds something and somehow activates their security, which is... Ninja 6000 Assassin of the Future. And so then it's like at least <laughs> That's a, ten, a freaking awesome. Right? Page. Probably the best page ever. But uh there's like a 10-page battle between her and the Ninja ten Assassin pages? 6000. Damn, we make better ninjas. I love yeah. that. That's so cool. And so that's basically it. I mean it's pretty straight. Does she beat him? Well, I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, but of course she, three angels. Yeah, of course she wins. It's a pretty good battle though. My favorite is the classroom discussion questions. What is your favorite kind of donut? What do you want to be when you grow up? Do you know what your parents do with their jobs? My Butterfly favorite? knife or nunchuck? Right? That's a hard one. Do you think the military industrial complex already has advanced ninja robots like the Ninja yes. 6000? Should Second Amendment right to bear arms include ninja weapons? Yes. True, false. Ben Franklin <laughs> was the first American ninja. True. Okay, best master Splinter, Stick, John Peter, McAllister, Mr. Miyagi, or Ninjor. Oh, I don't know. I think I had to go Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, go Stick. Stick, right? Mr. Miyagi. Splinter for me. Would you rather fight a ninja <laughs> or a polar bear? Why? A polar bear. Why? Because they're He's easier slow. to kill than a ninja. Best movie, Ninja 3, The Domination, Beverly Hills Ninja, Enter the Ninja, Tina Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, or Ninja Scroll. I don't even know that I've seen any of those. Uh, he, I think he intentionally left off Revenge of the Ninja because that's the best. I would have to go with... What's the second Beverly one? Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills no, Ninja. Isn't that Enter a, the Ninja? Enter the Ninja. Yeah. Right? That's Isn't probably. Beverly Hills Ninja the one with the Chris Farley? Farley. Well, that's what I'm thinking. The Ninja Werewolf you created escapes from your lab, and all it wants is to kill the person that gave it this peculiar agony of life. What do you do? How many points does your favorite throwing star have? Five. Ten. Six. Ten. ten. <laughs> Twenty-seven. If you could hire a ninja, what, would you, what would you have her do? Do ninjas exist? Have you ever given someone a karate chop? Why? Yeah. So I like the questions. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I I'm thinking. I karate chopped Bob Kane at San Diego Comic-Con. Right. In the 80s. Street Angel Glossary. Street Angel Fan How many points are on her uh, ninja star? Um, I don't know. But in the front, we missed this. They have like a little nice. Ninja Tech like catalog with like the butterfly knife and the Tobby tube socks. Long tobby boots, side black ninja outfit, nunchuck, so, ninja ball cap, black hardwood practice tomfa, ninja grappling hook, ninja belt buckle, survival knife, star carrying case, ninja master hand claws, ninja hood, ninja gloves, genuine steel ninja sword. Ninja I don't really want to brag and make you guys jealous, but I actually do have a butterfly. You still knife. have that? Yeah. Is that the gold one? Yeah. And I also have a pair of nunchucks. Do you really? Each. I don't mean to brag, but I, I do brag, have a butterfly knife. But I do have a butterfly knife. And a pair of nunchucks. Ooh.
I just watched the season, the mid-season. We're talking about Hawkeye. Did you watch that one? Mm-hmm. I I just read about it because I don't watch it anymore. I'm a season behind. So oh, you don't want me to spoil it? Correct. Is it? Dies. Was I know? Did you I expect knew, that? I figured it out. Like when they got cornered, hmm. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I no, but I mean, okay, so like you've got three main characters from the show. They get cornered all the time. And they don't die, but there was something weird. But this is the mid series finale. And I looked at, at Barbara and I go, I go, one of them's dying. Yeah. And who died? Jesus. Jesus died. Uh, Which get, I thought was surprising. He got a pretty cool death, but he still died. But so like it's Eugene, um, Jesus, and uh can't remember his name. I think Aaron, he's only in the, Aaron. Is he only in the TV show? He's not. Is he in the comic? He's in the comic. He's in the comic. Okay. So, like, it's those three. Actually, in this one, him and Jesus get together. Ah. So, um. I didn't realize Jesus was gay. Did you know that? Like, maybe he's just bi. Maybe he is. <laughs> I don't know. But he's into Aaron. <laughs> but um, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. I don't know. I don't know um, who's catching, who's pitching. I'm just saying. So, so they they get cornered and they run the you know they run the commercials for the uh, Talking Dead afterwards. Yeah. And Jesus have, is on there. No, they have Aaron on there. Oh, okay. And um, it's gonna be um. Uh, Robert Kirkman. So it's yeah. Robert Kirkman. Oh, that's Aaron, the, kiss the guy that's Whenever Kirkman's on there with you, <laughs> you're like, oh shit. The guy that plays Aaron and a surprise guest. And so I don't normally usually watch the talking the talking dad or that's whatever, usually the only thing I but watch. <laughs> Barbara watches it and so we're sitting there and I I just got a feeling I'm like it's mid season finale. I'm like those three guys I'm like one of them's dying. I'm like, do you think it's Aaron? And Mo- and Barbara goes, no. She's like, they always bring on this secret guest is the one that dies. So I'm like, so it's not Aaron, so it's going to be Eugene or Jesus. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, they're going to kill Jesus. So I was like, oh, wow. And so they killed Jesus. But He's already dead. He's already dead. Yes, I know. <laughs> he died first. He did. I suppose so. But anyway, but I I did find that that was kind of surprising choice there for it. But they've been doing that the whole this whole last two years, I guess. Well, they did this huge, they did this been, big time jump. Right, right they after, did the big time jump right after Rick. Right, right after Rick, whatever happened, which so. he's not even really. We talked about that, right? Uh, I don't want to hear. It. Yeah, uh, Rick's probably not dead, but I've heard that they've signed a movie deal really of some type that they're making movies of The Walking Dead now, and Rick will be in the movie. And chances are, I think Andrew Lee. Lincoln is signed on for that. Yeah. So that's why they couldn't kill him, even though I guess they probably had a decent... Maybe he'll do that in the But book. it's probably like a five... I bet it was at least a five-year jump, because, I mean, Judith is like up... Well, she's got to be like eight or oh, nine. Oh, shit, yeah. Ten. I mean, it looks like they did a hell of a and job there, but... I, I should have asked Barbara, but, like, I guess, did we know that... We had to have known that Michonne was pregnant before... Because she has a kid. She has another kid. And I'm assuming it's Rick's. Because they were okay. together in the TV show. But mm-hmm. I don't remember them. Well, let's talk about the comic. Okay. Since that's what's in front of the camera. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So this is book 15. It's going to be hard to talk about it. It's too much without spoiling it. But Negan... Does anybody been... die? 
don't think anybody does. Oh, Jesus. So it's all like freaking killer. It's a lot of setup. But they find this new community, which is very interesting. So they find this community, which is bigger than anything they found. Like, it's like the closest thing to a new civilization that they found up to this point. And And Michonne's daughter's there. Well, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Did you you know that? Spoiler. Sorry. Did you already know that? I did already know that. Okay. Yeah, Michonne finds her actual real daughter. Which is interesting that you said the TV show she has a daughter. Cause no, it's time. a son. Son, whatever. <laughs> Same difference. But anyway, um, so this community is really interesting that they, they have a class system. So based on what you are were in your old life, like if you're a lawyer, you're at the top of the class system. So you get like a nicer apartment and more food and more stuff. Whereas if you're like a janitor, you get, you know, crappier stuff. So they like... They basically have a class system that's enforced based on what you were in your previous previous life. life. Hmm. And then you have opportunities to move up in the class system, but it's hard. You have to work hard and do all that stuff. It's like Negan. Kind of. But it wasn't based on what they were before. Correct. based on what they did now. This is based on what you were before. And so, of course, Rick and his, like, very free-form community runs into these people, and they're trying to, like, have an alliance. They're like, what the... He's like, what the hell are you even talking about? A class system based on what you are? What the hell does that matter? So there's this big mashing of philosophies that is, happens kind of at the end of the story. Mm. That's basically what the whole story is about. Them finding this that. other community, and there's it's just this huge headbutt. And of course, uh, Maggie is super pissed that he let Negan go. Because Negan can't live there, but he's free, and so Negan is off Doing on his own. Thing, yeah. And Maggie is super pissed. Because he killed Glenn and Rick let him oh, go. Yeah. And so there's a... Well, even Rick's button heads with hers. Her. Rick's button heads with this new community. Rick likes to butt heads. Even in the does. TV show, though, they they locked up Negan. Like, he's in yeah, prison. they locked him up for like Oh, years. they locked him up in here Why well, no, But I mean, Maggie in the show, Maggie's pissed. Pissed that he's locked up. That he's locked yeah. up. Yeah. Correct. Kill him. Yeah. Correct. Well, now he's not, only not lo- he's not only locked up, Rick lets him go. And so yeah, Maggie's yeah. even super more pissed. And so, yeah, it's good. But, uh, you know... It's pretty good, but yet it doesn't... It's good, but it doesn't do a lot. It introduces a few new elements, which are interesting. And, but at some point, I'm kind of like... At what point do I go. jump off The I Walking know. Dead? You know, know. like, it's... when do I cut the cord? Because, I mean, I like the book, but I kind of feel like... I don't know what... I kind of want an ending. You know what I mean? Like, I want my story of these How characters... And The Walking Dead. I don't know. But, I mean, I kind of... That's what I want. I want my stories to eventually end. Otherwise, I feel like they're just rehashing over and over. And with the, I mean, it's okay with something like the X-Men where I expect it to just keep going forever, you know? But with Walking Dead, I feel like I want these characters to have an uh, ending. What does he have to? It's like one... No, it's well, this like is 15. There's 12 each, something. so this is 180. Is that 180? Well, I thought he was... Am I not doing the math right? Maybe he's going to do... 70, but... Maybe. That looks thinner than some of the last. Maybe he's going to do service. Maybe he's going to go up to... It's not? Okay. It just looked like it was. I think they're all the same. Um, also, spoiler alert. This takes 169 to 180. 180. Damn. Okay. And this is the hardcover, so I mean they're past that. They're probably getting close to 200. Did you okay, maybe. I don't think so. Okay. Um, Seems like 100 just came out. Spoiler alert. In the TV show, they introduced the Whisperers. Yeah, yeah we're already past yeah. The whispers. Oh, channel. yeah. I'm talking this about in the well TV show. Them, but in the TV yeah. show. So eventually, the and I called that too. That's how the mid-series yeah, finale I mean, ends. The, the, the whispers are kind of in there. They're following the book, so they still do. Well, I know, but, the, but they are. Fucking it, zombies. Each 
those season is going, especially these last couple, has been going farther and farther yeah. off. I mean, between Carl dying and yeah, spoilers here alert, but Rick Carl, is gone. Rick's gone, Maggie's gone. Um, you know, this type of stuff like that it makes you wonder. You know, I mean, there's I a lot of other people that are. Show or Carol's still alive. Carol's still alive. Who died long yeah. ago? Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, who else? So Sophia, you know, is long. The gone. Carol in the show so. is a lot more like the Andrea in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can mean, see some of that. Except really. for Andrea was always a sharpshooter. You never really get that feeling. Yeah, but Andrea was kind of a badass. Too. Carol was Carol. Yeah. Was. Carol was vicious. Yeah, in the TV yeah. show. Yeah. So, I mean, I know they're different, but I'm just saying, if you I mean, had the, the, the priest is still alive and he's sleeping yeah. with Rosalia or Rosalita, that doesn't so, seem right. You know, he's still um, alive in this. I think. No, he died long ago. Gabriel died. Yeah, Gabriel died. He got like caught up in a freaking uh, like a his foot caught in a ladder or something and flipped down and got like munched on by a truck. In the book? Yeah, I don't remember that. He was There's... never a very important character to me. No, he I wasn't think it was in. I think it was in the mid-season finale, or it was the episode right before it. I'm not going to spoil it, but there was a point where this is like show. there was a point where Carol did something, and, and like I was thinking it, and Barbara went, "Damn, she's a she's always been a badass. She always so, has been though. So never... I mean, she killed the kid, like the look at the flowers yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, she like saved him when they were all getting killed by the meat terminus, the terminus thing. I mean, she's always been like the baddest ass character in the show, other than maybe. Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Daryl's I mean, the closest. And Daryl's living as a hermit somewhere out in the forest or some crap now. Oh, really? So is, Carol was is Maggie off the This is funny. I know all this crap and I don't even watch the show. I know. Is Maggie so. off the show? Yeah, she's good. She is right now. I mean, but they left it open-ended so that she can come back. But well, they, did, they got into a contract dispute with her and then she went and jumped to like an they did a pilot for some other show. Right. And so all this up. type of stuff, they never got into it back into an agreement with her. So... Could she come back? Yeah, they get an agreement on different things. Well, sure it would just make sense that she comes back because um, she was running Hilltop and, and then Jesus left, was. And Jesus was. Oh, yeah. Now he's dead. dead. So yeah. they they were talking like Maggie's. Gonna What's come great back. about a comic book is the cat. The actors don't have to renegotiate. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Charlie I Adler that was part of the reason why they killed. They decided to kill off Jesus. I'm guessing he's making a ton of money. Was that Jesus didn't really feel like the the actor that was playing Jesus didn't think that he was getting to do very much his character was stagnant you know that type of stuff so he's like get me the hell off here you know type thing so i don't know i don't think he wanted but, to go no well, the think actor he asked to go okay the short little bit of the interview that i he's like come on man andrew lincoln and maggie want to go i want to stay dude yeah. kill them perhaps then. i don't know because did he talk about when did you get to call the call you know or whatever and he was surprised that he was getting a call. Hmm. So, I don't know. The call. All right, ready to wrap this up? I, yeah, it's been wrapped up for you like bet. 20 minutes. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tell your friends. Listen multiple times. Spread the word. Or whatever. We don't really care. Right. <laughs> all right. Peace it's out. It's all good. Bye. Bye.